RHD 107.9 Life. Michaela and James back here again with you. James, how are you going this evening? Well, I'm good. I'm good after last time. I and um, <laughs> I think it's really funny because I was... Wasted si- no time addressing the elephant in I, the room. I know, I know. <laughs> it was just like literally <laughs> there waving its trunk around, hitting me in the head with like peanut shells. Um <laughs> no, it's only because it just reminded me of being back again. Like, it's because you said back again. Back again. And th- that I had actually gone somewhere <laughs> after 400 and odd episodes. I'd finally gone somewhere. and <laughs> Finally gone somewhere. Finally. It, and it was weird. It was like, and I, and like no, I don't mean to cast aspersions on your amazing ability as okay. a radio anchor, Michaela Howe-Jones, but it really was like leaving the kids alone in the house. <laughs> Okay, so you know, you know not to answer the door, and you know to do this, and you know not to do that, and don't burn the house down, and yada yada yada. And then I was like, because I remember where was I at the time? I was somewhere else. I was out at a school doing a workshop, and uh, I started getting all of these text messages. From you guys, yeah. uh, you and Riley and Tom, basically saying, oh, well, yeah, best you don't listen to this one, James, yeah. to give it a bit of a look. Uh, we might have got a little off the road. And it was everything that as a parent you're terrified about. Uh, don't just come, come home and check where all the dishes are. Yeah, no. You know, I, I know I know Barney, our dog, uh, usually runs to the front. If he doesn't come it's fine. for a little while, yeah, yeah don't yeah. worry. I'm sure he's okay. He'll he'll limp, limp. I'm limping, limping there occasionally. He's always done that. I don't know but if it's you've fine. Don't stress uh, it. It's okay. No worries at all. <laughs> but no, we did. We can actually confirm a conversation we had after that mm. was last week's episode was actually the very first episode ever without you. Yes, it was. We posed that question while you were away, going, "Hmm, is this the first ever?" Arch- show minus James. And I do and have was. to say, no, in all seriousness, it was great show <laughs> and and my 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 fears for broken dishes and all night parties at my house <laughs> were were completely subverted. It's okay, it's all good. The so mics I are thank still you. down on the table. The buttons are still working. <laughs> well there are still balloons like <laughs> balloons with streamers still behind the table. So there is remnants from the party know, from the International is. Women's Day. There is we're still cleaning up. It's really taken us that long. <laughs> It's amazing to have you back. And to commemorate your return, we have got so much amazing stuff to talk about. So much amazing music as well, of course. Uh, today we're going to be having a chat about, uh, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, um, have you ever heard of the Udi, James? I've been seeing ads for them all over my <laughs> Facebook <laughs> feed all of a sudden. <laughs> I told, That's all I know is no, that it's... Uh, good, that's perfect. I'm going to educate you on the Udi today. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> We're also going to be having a chat about phobias as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's got them, you know. Everyone's, everyone's got some logistic fears, and you know what? That's okay. I, I have, a, I have, a, I have an absolutely full-on one. Oh, you actually do. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Oh, you were asking me about this before. Yes. By the way, you're sitting there getting the show ready, and you're like going, "Do you have any just random <laughs> question? Do you have any phobias?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." And then all of a sudden, when yeah, you it sit just on it, it, it hit occurred me. to you. Oh, yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a shocker. Oh, good. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. We've got that and so much more music from Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, Meredith Andrews, Ed Sheeran, Glass Animals and Taylor Swift. But right now, this next one, I love this one from Pink and her daughter, Willow Sage Hart. You're listening to Arch D 107.9 Life. That one was Taylor Swift and this is Arch D 107.9 Life. Michaela and James here again. Uh, James, we're having a little bit of a chat just before that break about 
the evanescent Udi, right? The evanescent. The evanescent. Not what, what's, sponsored. What's by the word? The, the evanescent. Ever? What did I say? I, I no, I don't know what you said. I'm just oh. thinking evanescent. Is that actually? That's a thing, isn't it? Is it to be evanescent? Yeah. To be always, isn't that always glowing or something? Yeah. Well, I didn't make yeah. up a word just mm. you know to really bring it home. I used okay. one that already existed. I do. Like, okay. Well, I mean, all I know <laughs> is that it's, and I think a lot of people would know that all of a sudden they've clearly spent a lot of money yeah. on social media advertising because they I just really can't. Have. Get away from the Udi. I know, I know. The Udi haunts my dreams. But now. obviously, I think it must be working. Um, and it's perfectly, as you must say, I wonder why they must be putting so much money into it. I reckon it's because we are now in autumn, if you could not feel, which I'm sure you can because it is freezing. Well, I'm here with outside. the jacket on, which is kind of odd. I know. Odd, I've got a long sleeve shirt, although we did have the air conditioner on a little That's true. In the day. When, you, when you live in a completely <laughs> artificial environment, this whole notion of going, it's getting cold in it's here. It's getting chilly. I have set the air conditioner to autumn so that we become a dad when we step outside we don't completely like faint and fall over at the cold weather i think that'd be actually be a lovely way to set an air conditioner don't set it for a temperature set, <laughs> set it for it a season. season i know but then would it like sporadically give you a really like random week in the middle where it's just like 40 degrees in the middle of autumn and you're like oh my uh, autumn really maybe wow. i don't know we'll look into it like gusts of dead leaves <laughs> Start swirling around you. Oh, dead leaves, darling. <laughs> My goodness. In the lounge room, it must be autumn. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't ventured outside in six months. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Can't need to anymore. <laughs> so, I've got an autumn air conditioner. <laughs> so, uh, back to the Udi. Uh, um, so, do you know what it is? Um, it's, I mean, you know what it looks like, right? Uh, well, you know, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, to, if, if the ad is to sell brand awareness, they're yes. definitely doing that. To sell product <laughs> awareness of what it actually is. Answer to your question, question. not really. What is an Udi? <laughs> so, for James and anyone else who doesn't know what an Udi is, it's like a giant, well, I mean, they describe it as a blanket Hoodie. My question for you is: Are you a cold-blooded person? And of course, do you do you have cold-blooded people in your family? I mean, is the Udi an investment that's something on your radar? I mean, um, it's okay. Well, it's on your radar. We've established that it's very much on the radar. Is yeah. it? You know, what what are you thinking? What are you? Well, feeling? I think like I, I don't know if that necessarily speaks to me and speaks to my experience uh, yeah. because I mean I do I am a, a, a big lover of the hoodie as you as you'd well know I wear them yes. all the time um, and if I happen to be a lover of the blanket because uh, I think there's this amazing company no, out there see, and have the, a product the, there's the thing like there's you know people in my family they are full on about like you know getting on the couch and you know doing a big TV binge and they'll sit on the couch and grab a blanket yes. and that's the thing they do yes. and, and people will say do you want to share my blanket and I'm like I don't know <laughs> that, that feels like going to bed to me. It <laughs> feels like going to bed you to know, you. It, yes, it does. It feels <laughs> like going mean? to bed to me. However, the first thing I'll do as soon as I'll do the action, the first thing I'll do when I sit down is I'll put the hoodie up over my head. <laughs> and if I happen to be wearing a jumper, I recently got this beautiful jumper recently that doesn't have a hood. Oh. And, when I'm, and it's big and, and kind of warm and stuff. And then I'll sit down to do something and I'll just do the thing where I put oh, the hood. Oh, no, and, I'll and just, it's not there. If anyone saw me do it, they'd think it was the most <laughs> hilarious thing because they literally look like I'm going to touch my shoulder. <laughs> and then I look really irritated and go, oh, what? Ugh. Like, because I want the hood. It's like the angry version of when someone waves at you and you begin to wave back and then you sort of like drop your hand because they weren't waving at you. But like a far more aggressive, agitated version of that. Possibly. Possibly. It could also be someone who's doing head, shoulders, knees and toes. <laughs> and keeps forgetting what they need to do next. Heads, shoulders and who knows? <laughs> 
Yeah. Get on top of that. All right, I'm on it. I'm <laughs> okay, on it. good. We've got so much more music coming up. Uh, Meredith Andrews, Ed Sheeran, and Glass Animals. But right now, this is King and Country. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Life. That was Glass Animals. We've got Ed Sheeran and Mer- Meredith Andrews, pardon, coming up in the next 10 minutes. But right now, James, we're going to be talking about phobias. I'm super mm-hmm. excited about this one because you forward predicted that you had a really great phobia. Well, I do. no, a really gr- I don't know, really great one, like a really like, you know, I mean terrifying <laughs> one? I don't know. On Look, the scale I, of phobias. I, I think it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, for the most part, phobias are like quite debilitating and some of them unavoidable. Like, you know, nowadays you just can't run, you just can't hide. I mean, on the scale of unavoidable and debilitating, where does your that's that's the scale I'm Oh look, on. it's it's definitely avoidable. I think that oh. you can find yourself I've found myself in situations where I've gone, this is going to take a little bit of fancy footwork and a bit okay. of manoeuvring to get out of this that particular thing. I, I'm intrigued But it's now. more about, that's more about good manners and bad manners. Really. Oh. So my phobia is eating shellfish at a buffet. That wasn't what you were expecting no, at all, was it? No, it wasn't at all. And now I'm completely lost in the dark as to how anything you've said applies to that phobia. But please do go on. Well, occasionally you do find yourself at, a, at an event, at a function, as yeah. you do. and with, uh, a at, w- w- with a buffet, which is almost entirely seafood related. Because okay. the whole idea, it's, it's the height of sophistication to yeah. be at a buffet and the, all the seafood is on ice. But I immediately <laughs> freak out. I must say, though, of all like things to mix together, you know the high quality of seafood and then the format of a buffet has got to be like chalk and cheese it is i mean occasionally you can chuck in an ice sculpture or two to kind of like break <laughs> the whole up thing up but it, that that kind of then you know finds that that mixture between sort of like you know posh and kitsch in a way i don't know but no but seafood like really great seafood is like the best like yeah. i love um i mean to me um flathead the the kind of fish, fish that you can have which is just like i just think it's what the greatest things ever it's beautiful so delicious um but i i do freak out i just freak out knowing that you know um shellfish when it's served fresh is beautiful it's perfect it's great Great. you leave it out in a in a slightly temperate you know for a hot summer day and you know this because your air conditioner is set to summer at a a summer day and um if you haven't listened to the rest of this check it out on the podcast um um uh just kind of just stewing in its own shellfishness yeah right and i just get uh just a little concerned and a little worried and a little paranoid okay well fair enough i mean so i can imagine I mean, I think I personally, I think the best way to avoid or to be prepared for a phobia is to be prepared, right? So, I mean, I can imagine you're at an event, right? Yeah. You walk up to the buffet and you're going, okay, do I have anything important on tomorrow? Right? <laughs> Am I going to have to clear my schedule? Right? Oh, my. This is getting graphic. Okay. Like, no, but yes, no, I do have you know, that internal dialogue. Yeah. I do worry about, I go, you know, freshness of food versus importance gonna, of next am day. Am I going to put my elbow in the prawns to see how quite cold it is? You know, check the temperature and the safety of this. this you've got to you've, be. Is this something you've done? Have you, no, do, I don't do you like stick seafood, your, but do you I stick imagine. Your, it. But just a general <laughs> going, like, you know, stick your elbow in and going, hmm. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, those the hot uh, soup. The, the hot soup feels good. <laughs> Excuse me, after you finish ladling that, do you mind if I just quickly get in there? I just gotta, it's just my thing. It's just what I do. <laughs> don't mind me. COVID, everybody has changed my ways, but I don't think that's a COVID thing. <laughs> I don't think so either. I think I think yeah, that would be that would be weird even pre-COVID. <laughs> 
<laughs> Another. Can I just say though, there is just something I once saw what? at that is that has stayed with me. That like I once went to a buffet, okay. right, and it was at like a um uh, like a hotel, like a, a pub that um what do you call it that has like a like a restaurant attached yeah. to it. So I was in there. And I was queuing up to go around and do all the um, the the buffet stuff, and yes, they did have you know seafood and shellfish there and as all that kind do. of stuff as they do. Your um, biggest nightmare. But this guy in front of me did something, and this no kidding, this was like fifteen years ago, and I have yeah. not forgotten it. Not <laughs> forgotten it, and I've not forgotten it, especially as how totally run of the mill it seemed to him okay. and in a way I would actually think you sticking your elbow in the soup is less really? weird than what this dude did oh right? I'm so excited because what then. he did was he went to the soups and there was like three soups there yeah okay three soups and he goes up to the soup the first soup that was there which is like pea and ham or something yeah and goes he gets the Classic. ladle puts it in the bowl okay. right and then goes to the no, next soup. I know where you're going which was like pumpkin no and puts that and then goes to the next soup which is like chicken and corn or something, and puts that in, and then just walks off quite happily with his, you know, bread basket and all that kind of stuff. And I was just stood there, like literally holding up the line, just <gasps> like, you know, it was almost like that push-pull thing in Jaws where the person <laughs> freaks out. And and going, he thinks that's legitimately how you serve soup. <laughs> so they serve three soups so that you can blend them together. Not so that you can have a choice between oh, no. soups. Yeah. That's it's a good not, thing. That's actually Do you know what I was really glad about? That What's the dessert that? bar wasn't right next to it with like <laughs> oh, the no. soft serve and the donuts and stuff. <laughs> soft serve, chocolate mousse, you know, yeah. strawberry syrup. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a very interesting, what do they call it, like Frankenfood. <laughs> but if, if if that gentleman is out there listening to this right now, please contact us. James has questions. Oh, I have I have a lot of questions <laughs> and, a, and a lot of life I've needed to reevaluate. <laughs> Since that moment, you have, you have changed me in ways that you've never known. <laughs> you've gone on just living your life, and yet I've just literally been there awake at three o'clock in the morning going, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> While James ponders life, we've got some mm. more amazing music coming up. Uh, Harry Styles and Justin Bieber, but right now this is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to Arch D1079 Life. Arch D1079 Life. Uh, James and Michaela. Back here again, James has settled down after telling quite a disturbing story. I'm sorry you had to trench that out of your mind, that soup man. We were talking about phobias, and if <laughs> anyone ha- if anyone has a soup phobia, yeah. if I'm sure such so a thing does exist. If you do, I'm deeply, deeply sorry. But maybe you, that can you will never sleep again. Maybe you now also have a soup pho- phobia after that. that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe it's a bit like type two diabetes. You can't actually get it. You after can the develop fact. it. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, though, moving. On it, although still staying in the food dinner topic, I okay, mean, it's a weird link, it's got nothing to do with it, but anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about first date etiquette specifically, okay. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to dating, there are so many unwritten rules, right? Yeah, true, you know, true, very, very true, and, and for the most part, it's fine, we're working through them as we go, fumbling along, no one really knows what they're doing, you know, that's just life, yeah, but. Here lies the problem when unwritten rules uh, cause a contradiction of opinion, right? A really great example of this, James, is uh, who takes the bill on the first date? Yeah, I mean, right? that's that's the classic, isn't it? It's what jumps to mind for me. I don't know about yep. you, but it jumps to me. And, of course, the unwritten rule being that it should be the man on the date who pays the bill for the first date, right? 
Generally, yeah, that's okay. the consensus. We just last on last week's show we separated International Women's Day, but <laughs> okay, okay. I'm I know. not saying I agree with it. In fact, I completely disagree with it. I'm just pointing out that last week was International Women's Day. <laughs> did you notice? I said nothing more than that. No, no, I did. I did completely notice. And that but, no, but you're right. There is that traditional is. notion. Yes, whether that's. A good notion to still have or not. That's mm. that's questionable. But, uh, yeah, that's always the notion. Yeah, it The is. man will pay for the first date. Do you day. do you have an opinion? I mean, when it comes to the first date, how, how should you tackle it? How should you go about paying the bill? You know, I reckon, this is what I think. I think that the person who did the inviting... <gasps> Should this be the person that that did it. Like yeah. I, they, they should pay for the bill. Like if, if someone in, like instigates it, say, "Hey, let's go and do dinner." I think yes. there's got to be a uh, a kind of. It to me, it's almost like going over to someone's house. <laughs> them going, "You should come over for dinner," and then you get <laughs> over to dinner, and then you see like stacked on the breadboards like all the ingredients, and you go, "Yeah, the frying pan's just <laughs> down there." <laughs> There's an assumption there that you go, yeah. you know, I just call I, me crazy in a bit old fashioned, <laughs> but I kind of imagined you'd cook for us. I think that's a fair enough. I've heard that one. I was actually intrigued to see whether or not you would bring that up because that gen- generally seems really? to be- Really? Well, it generally seems to be the way that people are going, but it's yep. not what was on my radar. Like that's not right. at all what I think. And what my, do you think? My opinion is that you, no matter what, you should always, always, always be prepared to split the bill, uh-huh. right? Yep. Okay, I don't really care about the politics of anybody else. You know, if you want to offer, that, then that's very lovely. You know, it's very sweet. And you can go back and forth. No, 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 you pay. No, I'll pay. You get the next yeah, one. You yeah. get the next one. Well, you pay for the petrol. Well, you got the coffee. Whatever. Always be prepared to split the bill, right? You paid for petrol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this opens up a whole nother can of worms that if you drive someone somewhere and you pull it at a petrol station, is it a bit like the end of a meal? Go, no, don't worry. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Steps out of the car. Thing I've never seen. I've never seen ever. That's new. That was new. But like, it really does come across as go. Could you imagine that really being the height of bad matters? Go. Well, I did give you a lift. Well, I did. I did. Yeah, I did register my car. Believe it or not, just the other day. So I think you really owe me this one. Mm. And you could sort of hint at it as you're like driving along, going, you know, this is a nice car. No, it cost me, you know, yeah. it cost me a bit, of money. a bit of money. Yeah. In fact, you know, I'm a bit worried. I'm going to be able to make up uh, car payments this month. And so I look at that. Is that on the red? <laughs> Oh no! My this goodness. is this is awkward. Well, yeah! Wow! Oh, if you didn't live so far away, I mean, maybe this wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I mean, yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe there's probably no uh, needs for concern. I don't think there's going to be a second date. There I don't think one. so. I think no. I think there. I think we can wrap that one with a pretty little bow on it and say that that goes into the you know bad dates folder for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got so much more music coming up. Uh, and the next thing we're going to be talking about is the School Life podcast in our other lives, James. Mm-hmm. We're having a little bit of a chat about that. Yeah, yeah. But right now, this is Meredith Andrews. You're listening to ArchD 1079 Life. That's Justin Beebe listening to ArchD 1079 Life. Uh, Harry Styles and Sarah Reeves on the way very shortly. Uh, Michaela Howard-Jones and I are here with you this evening. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just wanted to have a quick word about the School Life podcast, which is the uh, main sort of podcast that we make here at RHD. We do the RHD radio show. We have a podcast of it. We also do four other podcasts. And the main one is, is School Life. And it's really all about um, life in, in schools from the student's perspective. Um, 
which can mean all sorts of things. I mean, that can be all about, you know, um, um, you know, the things that they're really passionate about, the things that they're really into at school, things around, you know, um, school events that they've school got events, up. Uh, you know, teachers they think are really great, absolutely things around Catholic faith. You know, there's a whole bunch of different things that can be around. Now this year, there's been a big change in that uh, we've been working for a while to really build uh, students in schools up to making their own podcast from scratch. Yeah. So training them and and sort of uh, working with them as they kind of develop their ideas and their interviewing abilities and their script writing abilities and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we're getting very, very close to these podcasts starting to be released. And the School Life podcast channel is going to be where these come out. So uh, the channel is going to be a little bit different because ordinarily, Michaela and I, we would be producing Mm -hmm. these podcasts with the students for the school. So they sound a bit different. but in a way, this is much more exciting because it's going to be legitimately all completely student made. And uh, I just can't wait for these to start coming out. And they're going to come out in batches because yes. all the students are going to be doing together. We're going to put out a, like a podcast page for each school. Uh, that'll all be available through our podcast and our, uh, sorry, our Facebook and our Instagram. Just look for RHD Radio. And it's all there. Easy peasy. But this is about time, Michaela Howard Jones. It absolutely is. Uh, it's been great. It's been good fun. It's been great to have you Lots back, of, James. Oh, Thanks for stopping oh, in. Stopping in. <laughs> we record in our office. <laughs> I'd have to literally step out. Step out to step uh, that, back in. Yeah, exactly right. It would be a bit awkward. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music. And we will see you again in a few days. Bye. Bye.